Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Greater Than a Theory, where we talk all things spirituality, self-care, and everyday ups and downs. Let's get started. Today, we're focused on the book of James, chapter 1, verses 19, 20, and 21. Here they are. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. How many times do we just get angry? Over, overly angry, overly enraged, overly upset. And when this happens, it shifts the way we're able to focus on the things that God is calling us to focus on. So a great deal of the time, the evil one uses our emotions and uses our feelings to keep us away from the peace that God has for us, to keep us away from the plan and the path that God has for us. When you're angry, you can't focus the way you would be able to focus if you were at peace. This is also why James is telling us to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Because there are so many things out here that grab our attention and it would be easy for us or natural. Sometimes it just feels natural to have a response. How many of you have ever been in an environment and you're in a room with somebody or a room full of people and somebody tries to get a rise out of you and they say something off the cuff and you respond quickly? And then as time passes, you say, I wish I had said that differently, or I wish I had not have said anything at all. I wish I would have just stayed calm, but the damage has already been done. And so this is why James is telling us to just listen, be quick to listen and slow to speak. Words are so powerful. And if we use our words outside of the context, context in which God desires us to, words become dangerous. They become dangerous to the people that we are in a room with, and they become dangerous to ourselves. And so it's very important that we guard our words. It's very important that we guard the things that come out of our mouth, the things we say to ourselves, and the things we say to others. Because once those words are out, it's, it's, it's very hard to fix certain things after you've said certain things. So if in the very beginning, we would just take time to think before we speak. And sometimes, to be honest, people don't deserve your response. They don't deserve a response. A great deal of time, a great many of the times, what they want out of you is to see that you're angry, is to see that you're frustrated, is to see that they've altered your peace or your joy. There's so many unhappy people in the world. And when there are unhappy people, what they want is to take your joy, to take your peace, because it hurts them to see you 
so anchored. It hurts them to see you not worried. It hurts them to see you not jealous or crying or in distress. And so they try to steal that peace from you, even if they don't realize that's what they're doing. Some people don't even realize that they are jealous. They don't know it. They have not identified that emotion with inside of them. They don't know they're upset. They have not identified that feeling, that emotion. But just because they don't know it doesn't mean that their spirit is not reacting to the experiences that they are feeling, that they're having, that are manifesting in their life. So be very careful around people, specifically when you first meet them. When you first meet people, when you, when you first begin to work with people or God is ushering you into a new environment, be extremely careful with what you say and where you go and how that relationship, the beginning stages of those relationships, how they form. We live in a day and age where everything is quick, 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 quick. Everything moves fast. Internet's fast. The relationships moves faster. Uh, the, the content that is coming into our lives, the things that we see every day, everything is moving faster. And so we have to begin to just slow things down so that we can listen and understand and see what is going on in the environment that we are in. Because when you are unsure of the circumstances that you're in, of the situation that you're in, whether we're talking about uh, a physical uh, circumstance in the actual world, or we're talking about a spiritual experience, when you are unaware of what's happening, when things are moving fast, that's when mistakes are made. So James is just telling us to slow down. That's what's happening here. Be quick to listen, slow to speak. And moving down to, because human anger does not produce righteousness that God desires. God desires for us to be our best. We've heard that said about a great many of people in our lives. But the one person who really wants us to be our best, it's God. It's our creator. God made us. God, that talent that you have, God gave it to you. The joy that you have, God gave it to you. Whatever it is, the thing that makes you, you, God put that inside of you. God fashioned you that way. God shaped you that way. And so uh, for artists out there, you know that when you create a work, you want that work to be the best work. You want that work to be flawless. You want that work to be an example of how great you are, of how great your talent is. And that's what God is doing with us. God wants us to be at peace. God wants us to be an example of his greatness. God wants us to be everything that we were created to be. And this is what this text is talking about, producing. We should be producing righteousness that God desires. In order to do that, and we're moving down to verse 21, we have to get rid of all moral filth. We have to get rid of evil that is so prevalent. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Evil is so accessible. You don't have to search long for it. You don't have to search hard for it. Sometimes evil will knock on your door. It will be right at the front door waiting for you. Sometimes 
You can walk down the street and evil will approach you. It will be right there waiting at you in the office. You go into the office and someone is snapping off or angry at you for no reason. You weren't looking forward for it. You weren't planning on it. It was not on your schedule for the week, but there it is. It's prevalent. It's everywhere. It's on everything. It's in everything. And so we have to be careful that it's not inside of us. We have to get evil away from us and out of us. And look, we've all done things that we should not have done. Be it big or small, we've all said things that we should not have said. And this is what James knows. James is not saying if James is not saying, therefore, if you do have moral filth, if you do have evilness, get rid of it. No, no, no. In the text, you can tell that James already knows that we've done things in our life that are not pleasing in God's eyesight. So James, just get right to it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. And when you get rid of things that aren't pleasing in God's eyesight, when you get rid of the bitterness, when you get rid of the anger, when you get rid of the substances in your life that are not pleasing in God's eyesight, when you get away from people who don't mean you any good, who want to pull you down out of the presence of God, you know what? You feel better. You feel better. You feel better when you start eating better. You feel better when you drink water. You feel better when you exercise. You feel better when you begin to study God's word and just begin to take in all of the wisdom that God has for you. You feel better when you try to help your neighbor. You feel better. You live a healthier life. You live a happier life. When you begin to get rid, rid of the evil things that are everywhere in the world, the moral filth, James calls it filth. When you get rid of that and humbly accept the word planted in you, it's in you. It's in you. The presence of God, all you have to do is ask and it is given to you. The peace of God is given to you. It's in you. The wisdom of God is in you. The more you read, the more you you ask God to give you peace and come into your life and help you. The more and more you, you, you begin to see that you are a reflection of God's greatness. And when you see yourself as a reflection of God's greatness, you can be at peace about your flaws. You don't worry so much about, oh, my makeup has to be 100% perfect. I have to, I have to dress fly every single day. No, 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 no. You do your best and the, everything else is at the feet of the father. You can worry less. You can go into a job interview and say, you know what, God, I really want this job, but your will be done. Your will be done because your greatness, your word is planted in me. I just want peace. God, I want you to be my provider. And know that God will rescue you and come to your rescue in, in so many different ways. So if one thing doesn't work out, I guarantee you from my own personal experience that God will help you. God will be there for you in one way or another. And once you, once you know that, you can let some negativity go. You can let some, some toxic people go some toxic behaviors within yourself. If the truth be told, the number one toxic individual in our life oftentimes is self. 
itself. It's hard to admit. But the, the number one toxic person in our life oftentimes is the individual looking at us in the mirror. That person that you see in the mirror. Those private thoughts. The, the things that you were insecure about. The things that you are not sure about. And you're constantly telling yourself, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not sure about this. That person also must be in order with the will of God. And so when James is telling us to let go of all moral filth and get rid of evil, he's also talking about just getting, getting rid of the negativity within self. Sometimes the world, we can take in, oftentimes actually, the evil in the world can get in our spirits and get in our system and get in our mind and, oh, Lord, help us, get in our music, you know, and we have to get rid of that. There's some songs we've been listening to. We just need to just go ahead and just delete it from the playlist and just add some music that will give us peace, some music that will give us love and joy and make us feel good about ourselves. Amen. And the last few words of verse 21 is which can save you accepting God, accepting the peace of God living a better life, ridding yourself of the things of the world, it can save you. And that's what God wants. God wants us to be at peace. And I've said it before, there are so many people who have used the spirit of God and the presence of God and the greatness of God to uh, try and cloak their wrongdoing that oftentimes people in the world see God and they can't quite get a clear picture because they can't see past the evil that men and women are doing who call themselves the believers of God. And so the, the, the main way to combat that is to have a personal relationship with God, to have a personal relationship with Christ. That way, you won't have to, you won't have to lean on what he said or what she said because you know God for yourself. And this and this this peace that God offers us is extended to everybody. I don't care what they I don't care what you heard. I don't care what they said. The grace and peace of God is extended to everybody. Christ died once for all. And all you have to do is say, God, I need help. I want to be rescued. Come into my life and God will be there for you. It's extended to you. The salvation is yours. Reach up and grab it. Amen. And so this is what we see. This is what James is saying. It can save you. It can rescue you from needing uh, to have the things of the world. It can rescue you from needing uh, to be seen, needing to be heard, needing to be validated, needing to be loved by everyone, needing to be the one in the room receiving the most attention. When you let go of all that stuff from the world and say, you know what? God loves me. I'm good on all of that. I'm going to take what I have here. I'm going to thank God for it, for it, and I'm going to move forward in the presence of God. And whatever is added into my life will be added by the hand of God. And whatever is removed from my life will be removed by the hand of God. And I'm going to praise and thank God all the way through. It's not going to always be easy. There are going to be some difficult days. There are going to be some tears. There are going to be some nights where there's going to be some crying. But by the hand of God, I will be ushered through this season. Right. Because we know that there are seasons where you're up and there are seasons where you're down. But all of those seasons belong to God. Isn't that good news? And so I just challenge you 
when you get an opportunity on your break or whenever, as we've discussed in previous podcasts, read this text, verses 19, 20, and 21. Just those three. That will that, That's going to bless you all day. Chapter 1. We're still in chapter 1. And I know I'm moving around. I know I, I there is no uh, direct going exactly down through the scripture, but I'm giving you the words that God has given to me as they come to me. So we're going to continue with the book of James as long as God will have us to be here on this podcast. And I hope this message finds you well. I hope you're having a beautiful day. God bless you. Until next time. Peace.